There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 8 o'clock right on the nose, ladies and gentlemen. What, who could ask for anything more? Mm, food. Food. <laughs> I was trying to think of what I would ask for if I was going to ask for more things. <laughs> Even after yesterday, didn't you get your fill? I did eat a lot of food. Ooh, oh my God, I had a great, you guys. Not only that, it was my neighbor uh, Josie's birthday. She's turned 12. And we, um, her grandma is uh, uh, from Vietnam, and so she makes pho, like pho. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, great. and we, she does it for every birthday. Yep. And we went over there. You guys, I ate so much. It was so good. I know. So, like, I'm busting <laughs> at the seams. <laughs> I've been doing so well. And this weekend, I, like, lost my mind. I, and, uh, Bob, how was your uh, uh, gluttonous weekend? Well, let me tell you, it was really great. I'm going to sound just like Sandy. That now. sounds like Joe Pesci. <laughs> it sounded more like Joe Pesci than it did Sansbury. You're right. It was some Italian. We yeah. know that. Did yeah. you go hard this weekend? Uh, on what? You said that you you were asking us last yeah, on Friday what some of the food you should eat because you said you were about to do a, a, a power cleanse. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, that's right. We, we uh, as a matter of fact, with the kids in town, that was not even possible. Matter of fact, I have to call MN Fat Loss today and tell them uh, I'm going to probably start when I get back home because it just, you can't have all those kids around because they're like, pop up, let's do this, let's go here, let's I go know. over there. Not, so I'm going to be all free and clear. I got a lot to do this week, and then I'm going to start MN Fat Loss on next uh, Monday, I believe. All right. Well, I'll be back in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You know how you just can't. I know. You got family in town. You got to take care of family, and that's all there is to it. So it's no big deal. Their food is so good. Like little kids, because I had I had sage and fawn over, and I was like, "Do you guys want mac and cheese?" And I like never make that stuff. And Justin's like, "Yes," because I don't make (laughs) stuff like that. And like kid food is so good. Saturday night, I got home from the AJ Finney show, and I was just sitting there, and I'm like, "You know what I want?" And even though I don't keep a lot of junk food in the house for my daughter, I'm like, "I got to do it." I ate like four thousand calories of Cocoa Puffs, and it was amazing. Oh, you're oh. just like Justin. He oh. was just sit and eat that crap. Yeah, it felt so good, because I don't go on those binges. Very seldom do I eat sweets. I'm not a big sweets right. guy, yeah. but oh, at midnight on a Saturday, you got on SNL, you're sitting on the couch, just hanging out with the dog, eating four bowls of Cocoa Puffs. It was delicious. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me check. 
And then fat loss. Do they let you eat cocoa? <laughs> That's on the list, right? I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. Our, uh, I love them, love them. Uh, our neighbor Josie, she asked me very sincerely last week. She goes, so now that you have a baby, are you going to have, like, sugar in your house? Because she, like, makes fun of our house not being a fun food house. Yeah. I'm like... Well, she doesn't eat like that exciting of stuff for a while, but eventually. Yeah, sugar can be a problem. It, it, it was a great invention. Whoever invented sugar, oh, it's, God or whatever, whomever it is. It's great. I just don't buy it because I would. Yeah. I would eat. I mean, like fruit snacks. Like whenever we have babysitters, I try to like buy like that kind of stuff because I remember liking them. But as soon as there's like a mass amount, I just I'll just eat it. I'll just sit mm-hmm. and eat it. I will tell you. You two youth of America mm-hmm. over there, Studio A. So young. One of the greatest periods of my life was being, oh, I'd say eight, nine, ten years old. Because you found out by watching television, and doctors would come on television and tell you to buy this product because natural sugar is really good for you. And the only thing better for you than natural sugar was smoking cigarettes. Oh, Obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, those old Flintstone, like, Winston's yeah. commercials, you know, yeah. when Barney's like, hey, Fred, nothing gets me through the day like a pack of Winston's. Like, what? Yep. Take a, take a Flintstone multivitamin yeah. and then a pack of cigs. Mm-hmm. Three out of five doctors recommend you smoke Chesterfields. That's yeah, all right. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't it too? I mean, I was just looking at something when I was pregnant that like a lot of times if you gain too much weight while you're pregnant they recommend you to smoke or if the baby was too big they recommend you to smoke and this is forever oh. like probably not, actually not that forever ago but a while ago no the reason why I'm such a sweat hog is because my mom while after I was born my mom smoked and then breastfed and then next thing you know I broke out in a giant hive and Ooh. my mother, she brought me into the doctor, and the doctor's like, "So what do we got going on here?" And she's like, "I don't know. I, I he was fine, and then I, you know, like a couple weeks, you know, about a month ago, I he just all of a sudden broke out into a rash." And the doctor's like, "Well, what, what was the difference?" You know, well, I started smoking again after you know about six weeks after Ooh. he was born, and the doctor's like, "Well, that's probably what it is." So instead of you know like putting down the pack, she was like, "Well, we'll just smoke a little less." And then yeah. and then when I got to be like fourteen, I went to the doctor, and I'm like, "Hey, why am I?" profusely always sweating constantly <laughs> and the doctor like looked at the chart and was like oh yeah it's because your mom smoked when you were a baby and it like messed up your yeah. uh, chemical balances that's and, so interesting yeah, and now that's all you do oh it was the worst so because because of it i was so insecure in high school i can never do you know how many times i wanted to wear a gray or green t-shirt all the time but you can't, can't. Do it. Because you're always sweating you're through always them. always sweating. So I bought this super thick black Reebok hockey jersey. I would wear that thing when it was like 85 <laughs> degrees out so people would not see me sweat. Are you still like as a sweaty guy? I'm not bad now. Like, I'm okay up until when I am just about to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Then, like, oh, sure, the yeah. heart rate starts to go up. And then I, like, I can feel a little bit of trickle coming down my armpit and then on my back a little bit. But, oh, yeah, up until probably 10 years ago, oh, man, I would buy T-shirts and I would sweat through them in, I, I bet, six weeks. I'd, I'd have to just throw them away because I'd just sweat right through them. Isn't that funny? Like, that's an insecurity you have, and I've never even thought about it because that's not – I have many, many things that I have to think about where I go, oh, wow, that chin hair is, like, a, like two inches long or things like mm-hmm. that. But sweaty has just never – been on my radar. Oh, yeah. No, my mom bought me a silk shirt one time when I was 14. I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> is this cruel? What am I supposed to do with a silk shirt? It's just going <laughs> to cling to me the entire day. Mm. So, to, yeah, literally 
just listening to you guys talk about this, I think you're probably the last generation to have to go through that because I never see people smoke. Do you ever see people smoking? I, mean, I never do anymore. No, not it's it's so rare. I feel like that is yeah. so yeah. It's it's definitely rare and like um, um, it's not as there's not as areas that are designated as much. It's mm-hmm. like right. It's it's right. it's harder to smoke. But then I think e-cigs are huge. Yeah. Uh, with kiddos or you know teens. Still smoke. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wouldn't let my kid do that. Your teen wants to. It's still smoke. It's not good for him. There's no question about that. Yeah, no, it's not great. That's such is life. Yeah, I, I just, you remember all of that. My favorite of all time, though, with the smoking was the fact that there was a no smoking section on an airplane. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> restaurants. Or even trains. Yeah, trains had one, um, it was the yeah. lower level of mm-hmm. one of the cars. And if you were on the top level, of course, you just reeked of cigarettes or if your luggage was there. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, mm. because row 17 is non-smoking. Oh, so yeah. that'll keep the smoke out of <laughs> oh, row good. 15? Ma'am, okay. I'm in I'm in non-smoking, okay? I'm yeah. in non-smoking yeah. at the moment. Yeah, we are, what, like 37, 38 years since we've been able to smoke on an airplane? I was on a plane the other day yeah. that had ashtrays. Mm. I was like, how long has this bird been in flight? Right. Maybe it's time oh. to upgrade this thing. Really? Yeah. No, there was an ashtray. There was one on the seat, and then there was also one in the bathroom. You got to make sure you have an ashtray everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did try that for a while, too. They would try to sneak and smoke in the bathroom, but that didn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, that whole, whole, well, I'll give you an example. This would be, so let's say you're right now, you're listening and you're 11, 12 years old. You're trying to think if you should smoke or not. My father lit one cigarette with the one that was about to go out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he would smoke it down to the butt. Then he'd light the next one with that cigarette and then put it out. Mm-hmm. My father died at 60. So why don't you think about think about that for a while and get back to me? I loved, yeah. I loved cigarettes. Oh, like, did you? I yeah. had like, I know, which is like so... Not my vibe right yeah. now, but when I was in my, I think I was started when I was like 16. Sure. And I smoked, I, quitting smoking was almost as hard as, I, w- I would say in some ways harder than quitting drinking at the time. Like, yeah, really? I quit mm-hmm. smoking before I quit drinking and I had to go, I, I remember I had done like one day and I went to CVS and I was like, I'm either going to buy the patch or another pack of cigarettes because I was like, I'm driving home and I, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't not have something. So I bought, like, they have, like, step-downs or, like, you know, you ramp up or ramp down. I was like, I want the most amount of nicotine in a patch. Like, give me, like, Mm -hmm. the 200-pound or, like, 300-pound man one. (laughs) Yeah. Slap that on me, and I just kept switching it out. And it it was even, like, if you would even get near smoke, you'd feel sick because I'm sure I gave myself, like, nicotine poisoning at the time. Yeah. But that was a hard one to kick. Oh, I loved smoking cigarettes. She just rolled it up like a joint and smoked the patch. I I just sniffed it. (laughs) Oh, I and like driving was so like the cigarette or like taking a break from when you worked at a restaurant. Oh, so good. It is true. Now (laughs) we do have a problem coming up. And it wasn't because of smoking, hmm. but uh, I talked to Brittany this morning, mm-hmm. and Brittany's going to take a couple of days off on Friday and Monday. Yep. And he said, do you and Rudy just want to do the show? I said, no, we can't just do the show with the two of us. we got to have a woman's voice on there. So now we got to figure it out. Should we leave it up to the, you guys, the listeners, management? Who should we have on the show for Friday? Because I know some women, I mean, what do you think of like, I don't know if she'd do it or not because she's, uh, you know, just went through another unfortunate loss of her husband. She's lost her husband. 
Uh, he died, unfortunately, but Pat Miles would be a great guest. You guys, you guys even know who Pat Miles is? Uh-uh. I don't. Look her up, though. She was a big-time news anchor for many, many years on a couple of different stations. Just a sweetheart of a woman. She probably wouldn't be able to. But I was trying to think of somebody like that. Now, nobody from Channel 5 can do it, because I'd love to get... Is there a woman on Channel 5 news that we should get on to, to take... Uh, try to get on, I should say, uh, to take... Britney's place. I unfortunately she's on during the time that we're on, but I love Megan Newquist. Right. I think right. she is just brilliant and funny, and uh, I don't really know a lot of the, the night anchors because I was never in the building past eleven a.m. So I don't know anybody who does like the afternoon shows and whatnot. But I can certainly you know fish around and see if there's anybody who would would like to come in. It'd be kind of like the female Chris Eggert. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, is that what it mean? That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say awful. No, <laughs> I would love a female Chris Eggert. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of who that would be. You know, maybe like stand-up comedians in town, or who should we get to take Britney's place for Friday and Monday of, of this week and next week? Yeah, I was uh, I was dropping a couple of names the other day for comedians. Like I don't know if you know um, Ellie Hino. I don't know if you know that name at all. She's been around for I don't a think while. So. She rolls with the Maggie Ferrises of the planet. And um, yeah, like uh, Maggie Fair is also another good name. Could probably get. Um, what about uh, what about Michelle? Do you guys still you guys still chat at all or not? No. Michelle Latieri? Yes, I talk to her all the time. Oh, right now. Okay. Oh, you talking about you talking about Michelle Tafoya? Yeah. No. 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 When she got fired, she blamed me for it. Oh. And I, as I told you, I never fired anybody. And then, of course, when I got fired, I didn't hear from anybody on that one. So, dude, that is always um, the case, isn't that? I, I yep. agree with you, Tom. Yes, I agree. Because the second that you can't get something for somebody, boy, do they? Yep. Man, oh, yeah. when I did afternoon drive on this in this city, I, every every week, hey, can you get me tickets to this show? Can you get me tickets to that show? The second I got fired, those people were non-existent in my life. No, I no, I, it's absolutely well. I, I, to this day, I have gotten one email from one person in that building since I've been fired from there. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's all more me now, or is it just they don't want to acknowledge the fact that uh, you know that they're failing miserably now? You think that's what it is? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they deserve that after not saying hey. I have never ever been through a situation well look if i didn't like you i'm not going to call you up and go oh it's too bad if i didn't like you i'm not going to be fake about it but i think of always if anybody's been fired or or whatever i would call them and go hey man sorry to hear about that great having you around all Mm -hmm. the rest of it but no it it was such such a sick environment that it created this just dis-ease i guess not disease but Mm dis-ease nobody was ever in a good mood, everybody just stay quiet. It just was just a weird joint. I'm sorry, and it all started with the Dickey brothers. This is a couple of weird sons and bitches, I'll Ugh, tell you that. Aren't they? My I agree. Oh, God. You ever read the book about those guys or like uh, the book that that gal put out? That not, oh. not to, I mean, I know we're talking a little inside baseball now, but <laughs> man, if you, if you do yourself, if you don't know who the Dickies are, it, it, just please Google that name. And when you read some of the antics that these two dickheads did to not only oh, yeah. th- not only to just like this business to radio but to people personally really oh yeah oh, it oh is, yeah it's awful what these two guys did to people and and i'm not yep. saying anything that could get us in trouble because this is all very well documented and yeah. it's been vetted well, it sounds like there's a book on yeah, it oh there's there's a book oh, that lou dickey left his fiance at the altar at the altar split yep. and she wrote a tell-all book about it and he yep. didn't dispute anything in that book 
because he had an opportunity to go through it because of legalities. Yeah, yeah. Every, you know, everything in a book has to be truthful or at least be the, uh, the sure. version of it that you are aware of. Yeah. They sent him that book. He went through it and didn't dispute any of it. It's awful what these guys did. It, it was terrible. There's a, and and just it was just to prove that they were a bigger deal than you were. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, again, I'm sorry, but I was on the highest rated morning show in America, and they came along. And guess what's not the greatest <laughs> show in America anymore? So there you have it, right there. But you yeah. know, there's some local people that kissed their ass at high noon too that made it even worse. Sure. I mean, it's just too bad. It's, again, that's one thing I will tell you about Jenny. Jenny Morris, Jenny Hubbard. I still call her Jenny Hubbard, even though it's Jenny Morris now, so I should probably get used to that. But she's no BS. She likes you, she'll tell you. She doesn't like you, she'll tell you that too. I, I, I love working with her and for her. Well, I don't really work for her. We're partners in this deal. But I, it's a whole different... Well, Rudy and Brittany, you know this. You, you've both been through almost the same thing I went through. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and, and it's not only just segregated to one company in town because when the poll oh, ad, no. No, no because no. when the poll ads bought B96 remember that radio station yeah. sure. that, that was the hip hop station in town and if you were a, a male between the ages of like 17 and 34 you either, either listened to 93X or you listened to B96 that B96 had was one of the highest rated stations in town outside of Morning Drive it was huge mm-hmm. uh-huh. they took a stick that literally had like a 10 share and completely decimated it and brought yeah. it down to like a point three. It was like, this thing oh. used to make millions of dollars. It was like a $20 million a year radio station. With little to no work into it. Yeah, because yeah, it was music to music. Yeah. yeah, You had nothing to do. Tony Fly could get on the air for five minutes. He'd have higher ratings than anybody else uh, yeah. in town in like afternoon and night drive. And they, for some reason, they didn't give that guy the resources and they completely let that signal just go to crap. And then the guy who did it who took it on? He was the guy who stuck around in the building for 15 years. It was like, don't you guys see the common denominator of who's ruining right. your business? Maybe get rid of that guy and bring in some people that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. By the way, I always like Tony Fly. He's a very nice guy. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Very pleasant. But yeah, I, I just, you know, I, and, and this is not to point the figure because this person's horrible, that person's horrible, this person's terrible. That's not why we're doing this. We're talking about how, and look, I don't have to suck up to anybody. I don't work for this company. I work with this company, but I, I don't, I've never been a guy to kiss ass. I just, that's not part of my makeup. But you got to point out people that are doing a great job and they're wonderful to work with and for. And, you know, that's why I think, to tell you the truth, after thinking it through, maybe we, we'll just, Lock the door and not let Britney back in next to you. <laughs> Listen, just because Listen. I have to, I have to Listen. suck up to people yeah. doesn't make me yeah. the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've always been such an ass kiss. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so, right. It's either that or I quit. There's no, there's no in between. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know, honest to God. The only time I'm in a bad mood now is when I'm not on the air. I love this show. I love doing it. Working with people I really, really like. It's a whole different deal. It's it's magnificent. So thank you. And uh, well, God, I hate being in a great mood. I sound way too even keel. Agreed. We're in trouble. <laughs> it's terrible. Mm-hmm. We better take a break here because we got Channel 5's Chris Egger. I assume he came back, didn't he? I can see him on the stream yard now. There you have it. Right back with Chris Egger, Channel 5. Eyewitness News right after this. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. 
The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1000 finance on approved credit. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The warmer weather is just around the corner, I promise. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes, so they get to know your lawn and will customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe and guaranteed for superior results. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate at ProfessionalTurf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging software so you can see how all of it will look in full color before the work begins. ProTurf specializes installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock and sod, plus installation of concrete pavers or natural stone patios, fire pits, driveways, walkways, streams, and rock fountains and more. Check out their work at ProfessionalTurf.com. Dot com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yes, it's so new that we brought Chris Eggert back, even though he just abandoned us last week. Typical. Sorry. <laughs> just goes with sorry. How you doing, Pally? I'm good. How about you? Never better. Rudy's back from Disney. I, I was having a fun time watching all of your uh, travels, Rudy. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a fun week. Uh, as Tom has pointed out many a times, uh, Disney is very expensive. But as, I don't know who told me this right before I left, but somebody said, as we were talking about the money, and they said, don't let tomorrow ruin today. So when you're at Disney, don't think about your bank account yep. in a month. Just try to enjoy the moment. And I, I, I totally went into it with that mindset. I, I can't get into my, that mindset. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's expensive. Yep. What do you I'll, mean you can't get a mindset? What's the matter with you? I, well, listen, when I go on vacation, all I'm thinking about is how I'm going to pay for the crap when I get home. <laughs> and I'm like nickel and wow. diming every single thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so I can't – I don't even have fun because I'm like – 
stressed out about it the whole time. I, you know, and then the other side of me is like, well, maybe you shouldn't go on vacation if you don't have the money to do it there, knucklehead. Mm. But anywho. Well, this might make you guys feel better because this wasn't a vacation. And I won't say where it was. Not important. It was not in Minnesota. But uh, we went to Easter brunch. Okay. It was a buffet in Easter brunch. It was very, very good. It was really good, as a matter of fact. There was one grown man, me, two grown women, my wife and my daughter, and two little children. And we got the bill, and it was $500. Oh, my goodness. Holy buckets. $500 for a buffet. And what did what the kids eat, like four grapes? Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> right. Oh, God. I, I saw that bill, and I was like, are you pulling my tit? Really? Whatever. Those, okay, good. Those Easter um, brunches, man, or those buffet things, I can't believe the amount of money that they charge for them. I'm, oh, I mean, yeah. yours was probably worth it, though, right? It was delicious. I don't know if anything's worth $100 per yeah. kid. 200 bucks for the little kids is a little high. Oh, for sure. For sure. I the the worst part is paying top dollar for one of those things and the food just sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, uh we had one of those a couple of years ago where we met up with some family because it was like the only place open and we went and it was like, "Oh, I'm paying 40 bucks a pop for what?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I like Old Country Buffet. It was 7.99 and the worst food you ever had, but it didn't matter cuz you were out no money. But you knew, yeah, nothing? and you knew what you're getting, right? Like, yeah. give me some. I'm gonna go freaking destroy this roasted chicken. I'm gonna eat a whole <laughs> bunch of mashed potatoes. I might get into the taco bar, depending on where things stand. Uh, a whole bunch of disgusting desserts. Uh, I'm gonna hate myself for a few hours, but at least I didn't spend a lot of money. See, that is a good thing. Now, Chris, we need your help on something yes. or with something. Brittany's going to sit around on her ass for four days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. She won't be in Friday and Sunday, or excuse me, Monday. So we've got to come up with a replacement. It's, it's, I think it's got to be a woman. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. Is there a newswoman over on the number five we should ask to come in for a couple of days? Or maybe one, one day apiece for two of them or something? What do you think? Well, I, there's all kinds of... Uh... Uh, you know, people who would be great at that. Not as good as Brittany, obviously. <laughs> no, no, that's just not possible. Yeah, I want somebody who's good, but like not too good. Like I don't want them yeah. to experience professionalism. Mm-hmm. So like, right. don't go hard. <laughs> no, you don't want them. To, you don't want somebody to outperform you, but you do want. Yeah, yeah, no, which, I, which is a pretty low it. bar. So be careful. Uh, the problem is with. With anybody who I work with regularly, they're usually on the air during this time. Right. So that's right. Um, yeah. I had a neighbor that when I lived in Golden Valley, I had a neighbor that worked at the number five, and she did it at night. I wonder if she'd do it. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. What's what do you what are you offering them uh, other than the opportunity to just be able to spend a couple hours with two marvelous humans? A Milky Way. <laughs> What do you think? Ooh. And there's um, pop that I've been stealing from Tom in the fridge, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been really? stealing my, my pop? Um, I can't confirm or deny oh, that until you come back Christ from... Sake. Who Here knows? Maybe go. I'll replace it. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll get around to it. No, maybe, I didn't listeners. know there was soda there. You didn't offer me a soda when I was I there did too. a couple weeks ago, you guys. <laughs> it's because friggin' Brittany drank it all. That's why. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's diet cherry coke. 
and it's so good. It's delicious. Oh, it's and it's like forbidden too because I know it's his, and I'll just I'll be like, oh, slow and steady. Mm-hmm. They're trying to take it off the market now and replace it with Diet Pepsi with that fake other sugar. What's that stuff called? Stevia. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Although that's good in Zevia. Is that Zevia is good, isn't it? Yeah, it's okay. I I love I think. it. I love a good Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi. I love it. Me too. Me too. No especially, doubt. Especially the forbidden kind. What's well, your guys' won't be drinking it. What's your intake on the whole soda thing? Because I, I stopped a couple years ago, but I was out of control. Yeah. Yeah. I used to drink, uh, you know, I'd buy a six pack of the, like, the giant Diet Mountain Dew. I'd buy two of those on a Monday before I used to go in and do afternoons. So I'd have two a day while I was on the air. And it was like, you know, whatever, the 20 ounce mm-hmm. thing of Diet Mountain Dew. And mm-hmm. finally, when it was like, all right, because when I, my daughter was born, I quit chewing tobacco and I quit soda because nice. I was like, yeah, it's time mm-hmm. to maybe just move on and get a little bit of a healthier lifestyle now that mm-hmm. I have a kid. And by day three, I used to start my shift at 1.30 in the afternoon. Day three, at 1.37, my head hurt so bad I had to leave and go home. I had such a migraine from the withdrawal of Diet Mountain Dew that I had to take a day off and go sit in a dark room. My head hurt that bad. Dang. Yeah. So I don't touch the stuff now. Every now and again, I'll have like a half a Diet Coke. Yeah. If there's, if I have to be like, I was at the daddy daughter dance the other night with my daughter. Yeah. And they Mm -hmm. kind of, I mean, not that they don't frown on it, but I don't, I didn't want to be that dad drinking with the kids and stuff. So I just had half a Diet Coke and that's that, but that's it. Other than that, I don't think it's so bad for you. Isn't everything bad for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It just is. Whatever. What are you going to do? No, I understand what you guys are saying. Is there is there actually proof that aspartame or how the hell ever you pronounce it is really bad for you? I don't. Is there proof of that? I feel like they go back and forth with it. Well, there was a big article recently that they're like, it's not as bad as it say. And then they they used to claim that the fake sugar still spikes. Your, you know, which would cause weight gain, but then they said that that's not true. So they've gone back and forth. I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't really buy it all that often, just mostly because I get annoyed mm-hmm. with like carrying a bunch of liquids in and out of the house. Yeah. And you get mine for free. Anyway, I was just so going to say that. <laughs> I was shock. just, why would I spend money on it when there's this exactly. endless weird little fridge supplying it? <laughs> it's super magical. Unbelievable. I'm really glad we had this talk because I didn't even know where to buy that size of it. So now that you know, you'll have like a week to get over it before you come oh, home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That'll be great. Absolutely. I actually did check. It's funny you bring that up because I actually did check if it's okay to have a, a couple of diet drinks on MN Fat Loss. Like I mm-hmm. said, I'm starting it probably a week from today. I think. Yeah. But I actually checked to see if I could still have a couple, and I guess it's okay to have a couple, I guess. Probably not 50 like you do, but, you know. I would recommend bringing some to the studio. Oh, because there's none left. I'm just saying. I just feel like if you are relying on some, you should bring some. Um, I get full disclosure here, Chris and Rudy. I think Brittany already knows this, and I never realized it, and I have no idea why it all said. I think Rudy would mention you drink that before, and I think it's why it popped into my head. I have never, ever tasted Mountain Dew. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's terrible. It's awful. It's literally the worst. 
Oh, Mountain Dew's terrible? Oh, it's like what you imagine it would come out tasting like. It's really? so bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mountain Dew is so gross. Well, why'd you drink it, Rudy, if you didn't like the flavor of it? Well, no, no I, I like Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew is much, it, it tastes much different. Of course I thought, oh, because, it does. Okay. because I was an idiot, I thought, well, it's diet. It's, it's not that bad for you. But then when I started doing like a little bit of research on it in the South, there is a thing dentists call Mountain Dew Mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, they bring children in, like parents will, and they're like, why is my kid's teeth all rotten? And you're like, I don't know, because you give them freaking Mountain Dew and they're six. What do you, th- what do you think? Uh, this happened one time in Duluth. It, it, right after my daughter was born, she was about, I don't know, she must have been about six months old. I was standing in Target up on the hill in, um, uh, up in Duluth, and there was another couple standing next to me. I was waiting. It was January. It was snowing outside. It was cold, and my mom was pulling the car around so that we could get the baby in the car. And there was another couple standing next to me. And they had their, their daughter out who was maybe a little bit older than my daughter, maybe nine months. And this, this baby had a bottle, and it was holding on to it. And I walked up and I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Little, a couple of little babies. What do you know? I said, uh, what, what, do you, what do you got there? A little bit of apple juice or what? And I swear to God, the dad goes, no, no, no. We, it's just a little Diet Coke. We just mix it with some water. She loves it, man. No. She can't get enough of it. I was like, your baby's not going to know math. I was oh, like, no. What are you doing? Nine months old and you're giving her Diet Coke? Oh, that, but that's the problem is that idiots like that can make babies. They have no, there's, you don't need a They're license. They're so good at making babies. Yeah, aren't they, though? Oh, Great. So, yeah. So, don't give your kids Diet Coke, please. Well, at nine months, how about a year? Yeah, yeah. We're waiting <laughs> yeah, for. I mean, a year. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, we got about a month and a half, and GoGo is about to experience it, so we can't wait. <laughs> you literally Diet, have to. Diet Dew do does have such a. It's got a very distinct taste, though, and mm-hmm. it's not oh. even like they're trying to cover it up that it's no. diet. Like, it's almost like they make it taste extra diety. Which is part of the appeal versus like a regular Mountain Dew. Now that I'm now that we're talking about it, I want one so bad because I was like probably <laughs> drinking five or six a day back sure. in the day. I'm like shaking right now. It was a Mountain Dew you were drinking? Yeah, Diet Dew. It's so weird. I've never even tried one, and and I wasn't avoiding it. I just never have. It's there's something about Diet Dew and it's people's car smelling like it. Is oh. a very distinct yeah. smell. You're like, oh, you drink like a lot of Diet Mountain Dew, and mm-hmm. it's like sitting in your car. Ugh. You, I bet you, like seventy percent of men in Minnesota, their car smells like Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's just like an empty sadness. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's very sad. But it's like the only time of the day where I'm going to sit here and enjoy this Diet Dew. This is going to be my moment. This will be the highlight of my day. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, you're not going to live forever anyway. That's true. No, I'm, I'm going to start smoking again after this conversation. <laughs> I agree. Just do it. Oh, I looked so cool too, you guys. Like tall and cool and 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Different world. Yeah, I know. It is a different world now. I do have to get uh, to a kind of a serious story because, of course, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert, is a serious journalist. Yep. You got right? it. Right? Big time. Um... You know how they people around the world now love to go after America, and America sucks, and America's horrible, and oh my God, it's a terrible place, and it's all this, and so that. Uh, as a matter of fact, Macron, uh, France's big shot, uh, goes over and he's starting hanging out with uh, all the leaders in China, so the first thing he does is blast America. 
He said, we are not America's followers. French president is worried about tension over Taiwan, uh, whereas Lindsey Graham's open to using U.S. forces. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because I'm looking at a picture of Xi Jinping and French President Emmanuel Macron. You guys both realize that you're criticizing America, yet your hemisphere, the Eastern Hemisphere, is poisoning the earth on a daily basis like you wouldn't believe. You guys have done everything wrong, whether it's dumping your garbage in the ocean or oil or gas or whatever. There are seven and a half billion of you as compared to one billion of us. How dare you criticize the United States, you phony pricks? Oh, God. I See, I'm, you better be lucky I'm not the president. I'd bomb the piss out of all of you. Well, right. That whole situation in Taiwan is, is really kind of getting... Uh, pretty concerning too because they're ramping up their yep. exercises the chinese government is wrapping up its exercises over there and there's a big flex going on right now and then and then throw china into the russia um ukraine situation too that they're sort of like you know they're the guy standing behind vladimir's back so if he gets punched then china can jump up and you know be the next one to get into that whole mess i i don't know it's it's not it's not good that's for sure no it's not but i tell you what if i were the president of france i'd watch what i was saying because it's only not that long ago about uh, i guess 60 years since you folks all laid your rifles down and surrendered and america had to pull your ass out of the fire are you forgetting about that one there macron you forget about that that america saved your ass during world war ii why, do they, why are they so easy, easily forgetting about something like that? Explain that to me. French are, uh, they've got an interesting culture too, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, as Americans, we will never forget that. Um, but they don't like Americans. They, yeah, they, they don't. They don't they care don't. for us. Um, what side are they on? They always seem to be like playing both sides. I don't know. Rudy made yeah. a face. But I'm not like getting into a, <laughs> Rudy I hate French a people face. thing. But <laughs> Chris Eggert's just spiraling again. <laughs> no, I, I, but he's right. I, I just cannot believe that you would stand shoulder to shoulder with the leader of China who has killed. There's slavery in China everywhere, but you kiss his ass and go after America. Really? That's what you do, huh? You, you suck up to a guy who has slavery, murdering people willy-nilly, but that's your guy, huh? Okay. I got it all figured out now. That, that, that just that you guys are destroying the earth together, and you try to blame it on America. I just love that. I, I just Look, I'm not saying America's perfect. That's not what I mean at all. But we did, and by, I shouldn't say we because I wasn't even born yet, they saved your ass in World War II, and not one of you could give a rat's ass about it anymore. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I just, look, I know all the people on Earth now were not, I think there were maybe about four people left that were alive during World War II. There are not many left anymore. You know, my father-in-law just died in his 90s. He was, like I said, he won every medal over in Europe. Uh, in World War II, every medal except for the Congressional Medal of Honor. He won all the other medals, and this guy was very, very proud of that and happy with it. So it did affect my wife's life, the fact that he was a war veteran, went over to, uh, to uh, Germany uh, when he was 16 years old. He lied and said he was 18. He oh went over there God. when he was 16 years old. Mm. Can you imagine that? That's a baby. Yeah. 
So I'll move on. Look, I got nothing again. I love, I grew up with French people because they tend to be Catholic, and I went to Catholic school. I think, matter of fact, French people are just Catholic, aren't they? Or were back then. I, I, I Look, I've only been to France, one little corner of France. I've never been to Paris or anything like that. Uh, I loved it. I love going to Europe and all the rest of it. But I just, how do you say Macron's advice for Europe? We're not America's followers. You sure as hell followed us in World War II, though, didn't you? Because we saved your ass. How about well, that? He's got, want to bring that Macron's up? got so much going on politically yeah, back home because he's trying to raise a retirement age and Paris yes. is, you know, had a whole bunch of unrest. And you know, I don't know. It seems like a distraction. Like, uh, I think I'll go on, you know, I, Go on a trip. That'll sort of take people's attention away from the fact that Paris is burning, right? Yeah. And again, I want to be very clear. I know many, many French people. There are American French people, not from France. I don't know a whole lot of people from France. I'm sure there are wonderful people there. It's just your leadership has always been very weak. Well, not de Gaulle. De Gaulle did a pretty good job, I think. What do you think? Do you guys... Um, this is... a. This is a turn, but it, I, I got to bring this up. Tom, did you hear about this Dalai Lama thing? No. <laughs> you got, this is the craziest thing. I heard it on CNN this morning. And so the Dalai Lama um, is apologizing because a video surfaced of him kissing a young boy, like a 10-year-old boy, on the lips and then asking the kid to suck his tongue. What? What? Yes, the Dalai Lama. Oh, God, I can't take it anymore. It, it's it's almost like it's not even real. And, it, and what? He's, apo- he's apologizing. <laughs> Look it up, man. It's, no, uh, I don't want to. Oh, I'm on this. <laughs> there's video, there's video of it. It's the weirdest thing. And he's apologizing. But what's crazy to me, I mean, oh. that in itself is crazy. Um, it's like just coming to light now. And it feels like it's not even really being covered. Like, like let's imagine like the Pope was caught on camera um, uh, kissing a boy on the mouth and asking him to suck his tongue, right? Like, I feel like there would be a whole different reaction to this. I feel like the Dalai Lama is getting a little bit of a pass. This is terrible. I know. That's- that's disgusting. Well, okay, so... Oh, oh no! <laughs> what a hot take do you have? I, I, I don't have a hot take. Here is what I will say, is that I don't... Obviously, me and the llama don't go back. We're not friends. But he seems like a playful, kind of funny guy. And no, I, stop. Hang on. I'm not, somebody's got to play devil's advocate here. And do I'm they, saying, though? Does I'm, the devil need an advocate? I'm saying... <laughs> That's a good drop. We'll take that. I'm yeah. just saying that maybe he was trying to have a little bit of fun and said something and then didn't realize that what he was saying was inappropriate or they didn't take it that way because it would be one thing if there was a very long lineage. Because how long has he been the Dalai Lama? I mean, we've got hours. I mean, we got. He's like 90 years old. He's yeah. been. Well, he's lived in exile since 1959. Okay, so. so we have millions of hours of footage of this man, and he has. There's never been anybody. He's never anybody has ever come out and been like, "Oh, the Dalai Lama was inappropriate with me." I think he was maybe trying to make a joke, <laughs> and it just. He's in his 90s. He tried to make a joke. It didn't land. It was a weird thing, and now people are... And Chris, I know you're making that face, but listen, as a guy who defends the most horrific, awful Why people though? on the planet, comedians... Why do you do that? Because, I, listen, because here's what happens is that if... 
if it comes out that this really was a joke, I'm going to look like a genius. <laughs> if Rudy, it comes out that is there footage that we should be worried about coming out about you, uh, the fact that you're defending this so much? I Listen, none what? of this. Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't do anything inappropriate. I'm so insecure. I, I go home immediately. I never talk to women. You'll never find any of that <laughs> on me ever. I believe but it. I'm just, yeah, thank you. I'm just saying, like, maybe let's, you're right. He's getting a pass because he, I feel like he's a silly guy who takes pictures. He sticks his tongue out. He's kind of a funny dude. And this just, it was a joke that didn't I will say, right. okay, I'm going to try to like wade through your crazy right now. Mm-hmm. And I will say it didn't seem sexual. I'm just no. going to say that with the video. The video yeah. is very weird. And I would hate that if it ever, if my kid was ever in a situation where somebody told her to suck someone's tongue, but it doesn't <laughs> seem sexual. I will just say that. And that's as much as I can defend Thank you. you, Rudy. <laughs> Tom, uh, I'm waiting for you to weigh in on this. I'm just hoping we get our listeners back after this shit. That's all I, uh, well, you know, we Jesus. Don't, you know, we don't, who needs listeners at this point, right? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look up the video right now because I have not seen the video. Here it is, Dalai Lama tongue kiss. Uh, Dalai Lama apologized after video. Oh, so, so it's where he's wearing... What has he got an outfit on? What is he going as a chicken for Halloween? Mm-hmm. What is that outfit? Mm-hmm. He's got you like know, a the yellow traditional, hood thing. Uh, you know the um, uh, Tibetan Buddhist celebration of getting dressed as a duck and mouth kissing ten year olds. It's it's his <laughs> oldest time. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Now I don't I don't think I, I'm on a story that has the video. It's just him smiling with the mm-hmm. with the like it looks like he's wearing a shark fin on his head. Which, God bless him, good for him. Interaction at Temple in India seen in video that has gone viral and condemned as inappropriate and scandalous. So uh, other people aren't seeing it your way, Rudy. They're pissed off at him like there's no... Well, of course, but you get that with everything. Even when people aren't... I mean, look at how many... I mean, how much crap does Joe Biden get for sniffing hair? You know, I feel like it's a weird move that... It that, is, yeah. Yeah, it's a very weird move. Obviously, he shouldn't do it, but people look just at it and they, they say terrible things no. about him. And you can just stop I, it. It's weird. Yeah, no, it is weird. I agree that it's weird. I'm just saying that <laughs> if, if these are the things that people take out of context and they, they blow up all the time, then I think we should be, as broadcasters, we should be on the forefront to say, listen, these are the things we should not be worrying about. Once we get the homelessness cleaned up in this city, then we'll worry about Dalai Lama's sucking tongue. Okay, I, now that's fair. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to get an at a certain point, but you can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, there are bigger things that we should be worrying about. Yeah. We can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? Like, we can still be worried about Ukraine, yet wonder what the heck's going on with the situation the Dalai Lama. Let me tell you something. I got a uh, nephew, or actually a grandson. I'll go beyond nephew, but to a grandson who's four. And if somebody comes up to him in six years and said, suck my tongue, you better start running, pal. I'm just telling you. Yeah. I see nothing funny about that. It's disgusting yeah. what he did. It's I'm weird. sorry. It's, it's just it's very weird. Super weird. Asking a ten year old literally to suck my tongue. Yeah. How about kiss hey, how my about living ass? How about that? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, how about those wonderful Timberwolves getting in a fist fight yet again? Now, we'll, look, we'll move away from it, whatever, but people are getting weirder by the day. Yeah. They just are. Not great. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big part big part of it. Uh, Timberwolves, yeah, getting in a fist fight uh, at uh, on the golf court, on the golf on the uh, tennis court. Jeez, not I go well, from golf to tennis, <laughs> basketball court. Well, I'm still pissed off at Dalai Lama. They, one of the players is freaking walking out of the tunnel. He gets pissed and punches the wall and breaks his hand. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I've done that, by the way. It's it's a lot easier than you think. Mm-hmm. Punching a wall. Yeah, like during a basketball game. In fact, yeah. and um, yep. breaking the hand. Those knuckles break easier. There's something oh. about a wall that's not a very forgiving um, <laughs> surface. I gotta I gotta make an admission here. The reason I'm so upset about the Dalai Lama is I've always admired this man, a peaceful guy. He's always out for peace. I guess that's why this is pissing me off more than it should. So I looked up to you, and now you're asking a 10-year-old kid to suck your tongue. Like, come on, man. Even if you I were do, joking, I do feel knock like it it's off. missing some kind of context. I, yeah, I, I guess I'm not defending it, and I'm, I'm with you, Tom, 100%, but something does seem odd yes. about it, that's for sure. All right, I'll move on now. Dalai Lama, I used to like you. Not as much as I used to, though. Now. That's all I'm saying. Knock it off. You're on watch. Yeah, Dolly. <laughs> Listen, one more of those incidents where you ask a 10-year-old to suck your tongue, and we're going we're gonna to talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, one of my favorite things of all time, and this was out of 8 billion years ago, the Dalai Lama met Louis Armstrong, who, of course, sang Hello, Dolly to him. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was wonderful. He's nice. singing Hello, Dolly. Oh, really? Okay, Louis. Louis Armstrong was a great guy from when I never met him. Legendary musician, singer, had a big hit called Hello, Dolly. He uh, just a talent, but yeah. I'll do. I'll go back to being happy because he sang "Hello, Dolly" to the Dalai Lama. Okay, I'm back in a happy space. All right, cool. I'm just All glad right. we. I'm just glad we pissed you off, and I, I'm happy to be part of that, Tom. Yeah. No, I, you know, it's all of this. I'm so sick of everybody in the Eastern Hemisphere running their mouths. It's a complete puke hole because of the seven and a half billion of you, and you're going to tell us how we should live our lives. I don't think so. You know, Chris Eggert comes back from vacation, and he really thinks it's his job to stir some stuff up. Yeah, way to go, Chris. Way to go, Chris. I report you decide. You know what I would have said to Macron Macron if I was the president of the United States? Yeah, at least I didn't abandon my my country to come to America in the 1800s, now did I? Burn. Ah. Take that. Rewind it back. Oh. All right. All right, guys, got to go. I know you got to go, Pally. Thank you so much for your extra time today. Bye-bye. See you, bud. Bye. Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert. See, I really missed him last week. I've always really liked him. I like him so much, and I want to get mad at him, but he's just got this boyish charm I Mm -hmm. can't shake. The boyish charm. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I get a little too whipped up about the Dalai Lama, but I will tell you, leave the kids alone, for Christ's sake. Don't be joking around with kids about sucking your tongue. How about that? I think that's... I think that's an okay decide to take. I think we can all agree it's not great. Yeah, I think the best bet is to just think that children are the most annoying things on the planet and stay as far away from them as you possibly can. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yep, that'll work for me. There's no question about it. No doubt about it. Like I said, when a four-year-old says, Bop Bop stinks because he's wearing the wrong cologne. Yeah. What cologne were you wearing? Um, Boucheron. It's um, was it Amari Boucheron? Yeah, it's not. It's not like some slop off the drugstore shelf. No. This is a really good cologne. I, but that's the thing. Like that kind of stuff. Like kids are not gonna like that no. at all. No, no, he hated it. He thought it was terrible. You stink. You stink. Bop bop stinks. Oh, oh he probably got much. a big kick out of telling everyone you stink too. Oh, by the way, the guy I was telling you about Don Herzog, guy I met, uh-huh. uh, because. Sagey came over and called me Bop Bop. He goes, God, that's kind of cool because my grandkids call me Bebop 
And then another guy came over, and his grandkids called him Pop Pop. So we had Bop Bop, Pop Pop, and Bebop. Oh, nice, huh? that's cute. You guys look like you could start a band. We could. A lot of bops, and it it all worked out in the end. I don't know. I, I But I, I tell you what, I, I, I know I'm very touchy about stuff like that, and I don't really get pissed off, but I just, I am so tired of people and the way they act right now. They think they can do whatever they want. You know, the first chance that the head gun in France does to, to turn on us, he, he the first chance he gets, he does it. I'm like, it was only, you know, what was it? How many years ago now? 80 years ago. 80 years ago. Could you have a little gratitude? You know Wouldn't that what? be nice? You got to repeat after me, and you're good at this. Typical. Typical. No, you're absolutely right. We, I, look, let me be very frank with you. I love the French people. I've only been in one small part of France. I loved it. I thought it was great. Although the guy walked up to me on the street and he goes, are you in the Secret Service? I'm like, what? Why would you? I'm a little, I got a few years on me to be in a Secret Service, don't you think? But that's what's so secretive about it. I think he meant witness protection. Oh, yeah. Yes, witness witness protection. Not Secret Service. Mm -hmm. Witness protection. Totally different. No question. No, I, the people of France were terrific to be around. That's I'm not blaming the people of France. It's the leadership in the world right now. You name me one good leader right now. Is there one anywhere in the world? I mean, Think about this, seriously. I, I feel like the minute I would say somebody, we could find something that would be just heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say be. maybe Dalai Lama until 12 minutes ago. Like... Yeah, I was going to say score Norse Phil Mackey, but I don't want you digging up any dirt on him. No, right? that's so, true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. A half hour from now, we're going to attack him personally on this show. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> I love group activities, so I'm excited for us to attack him together. I understand that. It's how life should be. There's no question about it. But like I said, I, get, I, I just get really, I'm getting really tired of the negativity of the news outlets, the newspapers, the political parties. Everything sucks and everything's horrible. No, it's not. There are a lot of great things going on in the world. Back off. I know you make money from telling everybody how horrible everything is, but it's not really healthy, man. Our mental health in America right now is really on the edge. I mean, you've noticed that, correct? Yeah, I, mental health, I mean, that's that's something that you got to take pause. And if something is, uh, yep. honestly, if something is making you a- this, like, angry or feeling this way, you got to avoid it at this point. Like, I mean, I know it's a privilege to sometimes not look at news, but sometimes you have to take that. Like, Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me just say this. I, I And I'm very serious about this. There are people I don't like. There are zero people that I hate. I'm not going to waste all my energy... On, on hating someone, mm-hmm. even if I even if I don't like you a lot, I would never get to the point of hating you because it takes too much out of me, right? Yeah, I, I've definitely hated people and then realized that I'm at a better place yeah. if I can yeah. get to not thinking about them or not having any emotional baggage when I their name comes up. Absolutely, you're in a way better place when you can get to that point. That's exactly how I feel. So hopefully Macron will calm down and Xi Jinping will calm down. And I don't know if it's going to happen. But what I would do is go to war with each other because there are way too many people in the Eastern Hemisphere. Seven and a half billion. You should kill off about four billion of them, don't you think? Okay, that's, that, that is a controversial comment you just made there. And <laughs> I, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a little too uncomfortable Yes, it's an you. insane comment. Yeah. It is. Well, I did it on purpose. I know you did. I like to be insane once in a while. There's no question about it. There you go. 
All right, we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes more. It's Tom Bernard Show right after this. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Everyone loves TV Dad. On the next TV Dad, presented by Progressive, TV Dad gets us through heartache. <laughs> Chin up, sport. Oh, hey, TV Dad. You know what heals all wounds? Time? <laughs> no, it's remembering the drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. But Jen still doesn't want to be with me. True. I actually saw her with your friend Brian earlier. Wait, what? Listen to your TV Dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal. The sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all-around. Wait, who's spotting the vault? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 